Up next is the daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 12. Chapter 12, verse 13 says, One of the multitude said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said, Man, who made me judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Beware, keep yourselves from covetousness, for a man's life doesn't consist of the abundance of the things which he possesses. So suddenly, out of the crowd, a man speaks up and seeks for Jesus to intervene, if you will, in a personal matter that was happening in his life. Now, please note that Jesus does not debate the righteousness or the lack of it concerning this man's subject. This man may have very well had a righteous complaint and was perhaps very virtuous in seeking justice. But the point is that Jesus was not going to involve himself in such earthly issues. 2 Timothy 2.4 is an interesting verse. It says, No soldier on duty entangles himself in the affairs of life, that he may please him who enrolled him as a soldier. So you see, it's not that Jesus doesn't care about these issues in our lives. Certainly not. I mean, 2 Peter 1.3 says, Seeing that his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and virtue. So here we are talking about that that Christ, that God the Father, has provided for us divine power to deal with all things that pertain to life and godliness. However, there are some people, like this man, I think, that have a misguided understanding of just who and what Jesus is and why he came. Now, this man wasn't concerned about a total commitment to God nor the will of God for him and his life. Rather, he was solely focused upon getting what he perceived was earthly his. Material and financial wealth was where his heart was. Jesus was and is about eternal satisfaction. Not not the temporal pleasures of this life, but eternal satisfaction. Many of us today also have a wrong perception of just who Jesus is. Some think of him as a judge or teacher of morals, but we never get to the reality of his deity and eternal purpose as a sacrifice for our sin. Because if he was just a good man and he was just a blessed prophet and teacher, then we are all still damned and we're all still lost in our sin. Now, while we do not know the fine details and the merits of this man's issue, we can gather that Jesus was able to see a part of that man that was perhaps not evident to others. For Jesus warned herein, in light of this man's request, to watch out for the issue of covetousness. Through the mass of mankind, excuse me, though the mass of mankind would argue this fact, Jesus states emphatically that life is not about how much stuff we have. The best stuff in life, quite seriously, cannot be purchased with money. Verse 16, our account goes on. He spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man produced abundantly. 
he reasoned within himself, saying, What will I do because I don't have room to store my crops? And he said, This is what I will do. I will pull down my barns, build bigger ones. There I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will tell my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You foolish one, tonight your soul is required of you. The things which you have prepared, whose will they be? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. I wonder on a practical realm how many times we have read or heard about an individual who spent their whole life earning and saving for that elusive someday and suddenly they died before they had a chance to spend any of it. Now, God is not saying here that we should not have a bank account or some money in a savings account. That, that's not the issue here. That's not his point. This was a case, like we see so often even to today, where a person fails to realize what is truly important and, sadly, what is truly eternal. We can fail to find time to serve God. We can fail to find time to fulfill our spiritual mission on this earth. And instead, we can spend all of our efforts and time storing up for the pleasures of the flesh. But you know what? We seldom do both. And often we fail to achieve, achieve either one, actually. Matthew 6, 31 through 34 says this, Therefore, don't be anxious, saying, What will we eat? What will we drink? With what will we be clothed? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness. All these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, don't be anxious for tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Each day's own evil is sufficient. Indeed, the way the world is eating and drinking and being merry, we can identify uh, very well with this passage. Matthew 24, 37 through 39 says, As in the days of Noah were, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in those days, which were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ship. They didn't know until the flood came and took them all away. So the coming of the Son of Man will be. And one more, Psalms 49, beginning in verse 6, says, Those who trust in their wealth and boast in the multitude of their riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give God a ransom for him. For the redemption of their life is costly. No payment is ever enough that he should live on forever, that he should not see corruption. For he sees that wise men die. Likewise, the fool and the senseless perish and leave their wealth to others. Their inward thought is that their houses will endure forever and their dwelling places to all generations. They name their lands after themselves. But man, despite his riches, doesn't endure. He is like the animals that perish. This is the destiny of those who are foolish and of those who approve their sayings. End quote. So I ask you today, are you rich toward God? He's been so very rich towards you. Often we can approach God in the negative with the thinking that Christianity is about not doing certain things instead of doing new things. We need to forever remember 
all that we have on this earth will be left behind. What will you have then? That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Thank you.